welcome to this episode of Saintly Witnesses, where I talk to the Catholic behind the account. Today, I'm speaking with uh, Brother Vincent Mary, who's a Capuchin friar, um, and he and his vocation is with the Capuchin Franciscan friars. Uh, today, he's going to talk a little bit about his vocation and also just give some ins and outs about, um, you know, his life as a, a friar and like inspire other people to embrace vocations too. So uh, thank you for coming on and sharing this information. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it very much. It's, it's always cool to get back into the uh, the uh, fellow podcast land, you know, so I appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. In addition, I forgot to mention that he and his uh, other, you know, Franciscan uh, friars, they have a, a really cool podcast called The Brotherhood, where they give like really unique uh, Catholic insights on uh, theology and also just offer like really great practical uh spiritual advice for anybody so definitely yeah. check that out too um so let's get started with the conversation um for sure, you man. said you've been you how long have you been a friar for yeah so i started the uh the road of discernment after i graduated college back in 2014 and uh, i entered my candidacy year postancy year novitiate year so i mean up till now up to this point it's been about seven years i want to say so six and a half seven years but you know it's been an incredible journey man really really full of grace you know right that's a long time really impressive that's a long, long time, time. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about how you get the call to religious life was it like something that somebody saw in you when you were younger they're like hey maybe you would be a good member for the priesthood or something like that tell us a little bit about you know your own faith formation growing up yeah, yeah. So it really started back when I was in, uh, you know, middle school, high school. Um, I was pretty active in my uh, youth group, youth ministry programs, you know, middle school, we did edge. And then, you know, when I grew up in high school, uh, we were doing life team. And uh, it was really foundational for me, man. They were like really good stepping stones for me, you know, and I always say that, um you know, early on in those years, it, it, they really taught me, you know, what prayer was, you know, what it was, um, like what the church says it was, all those things, you know, and uh, I think that really built the foundation for me, you know, growing up. And then as I grew, you know, in high school and even after high school, um, I, I was just involved, bro, you know, just involved and in doing like ministry uh, projects a lot of service work, uh, you know, one of the foundational mission trips that I remember going on was was uh, to Honduras, you know, and I remember uh, just feeling really, really drawn to like that aspect of ministry, that aspect of service, you know, um, because it, it really did, man, it really like gave me a good like fire within, you know, and I felt that I felt that, you know, um, like just when I was with the people, when I was with them, you know, working you know, for them, you know, building homes and, you know, even something as simple as like cutting the, the neighbor's grass or like painting the, the house of the elderly down the street. You know what I mean? And we did that as like a youth group, as like a community of teens, you know, and like I just really, really felt God working through my life in that aspect of ministry, you know, and ultimately, um, you know, I just felt I felt called to the priesthood to to give my life in a greater way, you know, um, like something beyond my, beyond something that I can just do with my hands or beyond something that I could just 
complete or finished, you know? Um, and so like ultimately, and I always say this, um, you know, I felt God was asking me to deepen my relationship with him through the heart and hands of, of a Catholic priest, you know, and, and early on, I thought that was missionary work, you know? Um, but yeah, you said like, there was just a lot of different things, you know, like a lot, it was, there was people who were, you know, encourage me on that journey, you know, they were really, really, um, uh, you know, foundational in my life and, and encouraging me and supporting me, praying for me throughout that, that entire journey, you know? That's good to know that people were encouraging you and definitely, um, you know, providing you that, that path to steer you in that direction, which kind of leads me into the next question, which is, you know, during that time, or I guess in your youth, did anybody ever notice, um, something in you like, Hey, you would make a good candidate for uh, a vocation, Mm -hmm. a trade or something like that. For sure. Yeah. And I honestly, I think it was just being present, you know, being present, um, to the things that were happening. Um, because I really, really fell in love with, with just ministry, man. I, I fell in love with, um, like how it made me feel, you know, and I think that's, what we go to when we're in high school, when we're early on, like, you know, we, we, we like tend to lean towards like what, what, what makes us feel good, you know, which can very often be a very bad thing, you know, but um, when it comes to like ministry, you know, and I, I felt like, man, this, like, I'm getting a sense of fulfillment here, you know, and I think that the people maybe, you know, they recognize that within me. Um, and it wasn't long, bro, before I was like, you know, in high school, you know, and like we started like coffee, you know, meetups, you know, Jesus, our Java, we call it, or like we started like uh senior parish youth, you know, and we started like all these different things to just get engaged, you know, like leadership qualities and stuff. And I think a lot of people saw that within, you know, not only me, like even my peers, you know, like, hey, you guys would be really good if you did this, you did that. So even some of my, you know, college, um, or high school friends, you know, continued their lives in, 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 in a great ministry, um, you know, aspects. Um, but yeah, it was just a lot of cool people that I think they recognize that maybe leadership quality within me or that desire to serve that desire to minister and ultimately like desire to like share God to the people that we encountered. So in sacred scripture, you know, we call the like love God and love neighbor. How do you carry out that? Uh, as a Capuchin friar, how do you carry out that mission to love mm-hmm. every day? Yeah, honestly, it's it's sort of written within, uh, written within in, within the bounds of community life. You know, like that sort of comes that's that's like part of the package when you join the community. You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, and I think because we live in community, like because we do a lot of things together like you know as religious we pray together we eat together you know we minister together like we wash dishes together you know like there's like those components that make up the life and I think they really teach us like how to you know live out that that virtue of love um, to our brothers within the house you know and uh, like when we're doing ministry that really translates over you know, that really translates over into that ministry of, you know, while we're with the people, while we're with, you know, uh, broken families or prisoners, you know, uh, those in the hospital, like all those different things, 
and those people, you know. Um, and so what's really, I think, unique to the charism of, of our community and maybe even every religious, you know, uh, order is that at the heart of, you know, doing ministry and the heart of doing uh, any kind of evangelical work, it really starts in the life of the community, you know, like, uh, you know, how I love my brother here, how I pray with the community here, like that's really, really able to translate over into the ministry. And it really proves, you know, how we can love the community, how we can love uh, our neighbors, our friends, you know, all those. Um, so it's really, really cool uh, to just to like think about, you know, as we're working, as like we're doing our day and like it's 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 uh it's a nice uh, thing to think about. So out of curiosity, do y'all, do you have like a specific like job or something that you do there or like, like in this community, I mean, like, do you right. <laughs> like somebody wash dishes, somebody <laughs> does laundry or something like that? Yeah. 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 No, that's a good question. Uh, we have like house chores, um, you know, that we are supposed to do like throughout every Saturday, you know, um, like there's a guy who's in charge of like cleaning the windows. There's a guy like in charge of cleaning, like you know, the kitchen towels or, you know, uh, but when it comes to like major things, you know, like cooking, um, you know, washing dishes, we all sort of rotate, you know, like a guy, somebody will sign up to cook, you know, on Monday, I cooked last night, I made some chicken fried steak, they were pretty bomb, but um, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so just different things, man, you know, like we just, you sign up and, um, you know, it's, it's just a, a part of the life and, um, yeah like it's it's pretty normal you know all right that's cool man i I just had to ask just just out of curiosity yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so um going to the next question Mm -hmm. i typically normally ask this question last but i'm asking earlier um when we talk about like the communion of saints and having like all these holy men and women uh in the body of christ is there any particular saint or saints that you uh, admire and how how have they been like influential in your vocation or in your life yeah yeah that's a great question man I love that because it always reminds me like it, it like allows me to think back on my life you know and uh, I specifically there are two that well three that come to mind well four not nah, I keep going but um um I think the very first one that's that was really influential in my life was John Paul II. And the reason I say that is because um I was the firstborn uh son of my parents and uh I remember that when I was born or after I was you know born my parents were telling me the story that you know I was sort of like a miracle baby, you know um uh my my dad was infertile, you know, and they had tried before many times and it it wasn't working. And uh, my mom's uh, uncle was a deacon um, and he had gone over to the Holy Land, um, gone to the Vatican. And this was at the time of JP2's papacy and uh, somehow got into the Vatican and had like, you know, like during the the mat the the general audience uh somehow got in and uh john paul ii gave him a blessing you know and told him 
that um, to pray for the family because they were having trouble with, um, you know, having a, a baby. And so JP2 gave him a blessing and, you know, did a prayer, whatever. I came back to the States, to the States. And, you know, nine months later, I was born in May, you know, and so like, and I didn't know any, I didn't know that until, you know, I was already, you know, growing up out of high school. My parents had, had mentioned that, but, um, that is a remarkable story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was just fascinating to hear, you know, like, and at the time that I heard that too, like JP two had already had a big, big influence on my life, you know? Um, just that, that, that call, you know, to like, not be afraid, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. And I remember early on in my vocation, early on in my discernment, like questioning myself, like wondering, like, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Like, you know, cause I've, I had felt called to, to the, to the priesthood after, you know, Honduras. And then, you know, I had gone to college and fell away for a little while as, as many people do. And, and then like, you know, JP2 started to, you know, he was very influential in reminding me that, like, wait a minute, I, maybe I do have a vocation, you know, like, don't be afraid, you know, go, go forth and, you know, rise up and, you know, that sort of thing. And so um, I just really feel like a closeness with uh, John Paul II that is, you know, like, it's sometimes it's indescribable, you know, like, just the call to, 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 to serve and evangelize and be present to, to the world and, and a witness, you know? Uh, so him was, you know, very influential. And I got to mention um, my boy, Francis, you know, of course, and um, blessed uh, Pierre Giorgio Frasati. Mm -hmm. And you mean um, Francis of Assisi, right? Yeah, yeah, Francis of Assisi, Pierre. Well, I, so I got four. If I could pick four, Francis of Assisi, <laughs> um, uh, Pierre Giorgio, Padre Pio, and and JP two. All right, man, that's a nice little rolodex yeah. of of. Uh, I know, right? Uh, Saints. Well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So my last question um, is, you know, you went through the process, and it seemed like you had like a lot of, you know, influential people surrounding you that were encouraging and like giving you support to go into a vocation and you even thought about the priesthood also mm -hmm. so what are some like critical things that uh, you would say to somebody who is discerning a vocation like uh to that person who may think they might be called or just i haven't thought about it yet but maybe i should like what's some things that you would say to that person yeah so these are just two things that really come to my mind um and I think of the word explore, and I mean that in like the most pure way, right? Like explore, if you do feel called, you know, like go, go out and find out, like, you know, go and do, go and do things. And, and, and I mostly because like, I think of my own life, like, you know, whenever I did feel that calling, like there was no way I was going to find out unless I put myself in the shoes of you know of the actions of like the minister you know that I wanted to become or like the minister that I felt I was called to become you know um and so I think that's really really important like if you do feel called um to maybe the priesthood or religious life like visit communities you know explore the different communities um 
you know, take it to prayer. Just ask God, talk to God, you know, and uh, converse with God and really, really dive in because it's when it's when it comes to our life, you know, it's very, very sacred. You know, like your vocation, your life, our life is very, very sacred, you know, and and I think it's important to remember that God really wants the best for you. You know, God really wants you to flourish. God really loves you, you know, and and when we pray to God, when we ask God, like, what is it that we that he wants of us? Um, you know, God will really speak to us and God will really reveal that to us. So, number one, explore. Um, and, I, and I mentioned prayer. And um, yeah, number three, just place yourself in that presence of God, you know, giving God the time to speak to you, you know. And I think so often, like, it's hard to do that, you know, like we live in a world where there's so much noise and traffic and media and all this other junk that like, it's hard to just quiet and be still and listen to really what God wants to say to us, you know, so. Right, right, right. Yeah. Totally makes sense. You got definitely got to find time to plug out and, you know, discern and mm -hmm. be attentive to where he's going. So, or where he's calling you. Uh, so that's a good piece of advice. Yeah. Um, so just a little last Fun question. Uh, I noticed that you are a musician. So what's some, like, how did you get involved with, I guess, I don't know if it's music ministry, but how did you get involved with this, this passion for like music and like, in what ways do you uh, like play? Do you play for in your religious community? Do you perform out there in uh, San Antonio or like, what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. So thanks. Thanks for asking, man. Um, so I am a musician. I'm a Catholic, you know, musician, songwriter, um, just sort of just I'm, I got like my foot in the door. So I don't know if I'm like qualified for that title yet, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, man, like the cool thing is that like I started, you know, when I talk about, you know, being in high school and like them really teaching me, you know, what prayer was. Right. I, yeah, I said that in the beginning. Um, I remember you know, like I, I started playing when I was 16 and that's, you know, about the same, about the same time, you know, and um, it was cool because as I'm playing, like, you know, youth ministry, like being around that taught me what prayer was, but like when I picked up a guitar and learned how to like pray on my own, like it, it really helped me learn, you know, how, how to do that on my own, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so it was really, it was really profound moment. So like, I'm saying like early on, I, I just learned how to pray with the guitar, you know, like I, I uh, and it really was foundational for me in my spiritual life. I just, that's how I, that's how I prayed, you know, I would play music and like, that was my prayer. Um, and so I wrote like a lot of songs, like as I grew older, you know, in high school and um, when I went to college, I was uh, on a worship team and we did it every now and then, you know, would lead worship and play songs, you know. Um, and then whenever I entered the community, opportunities started to arise where, you know, they needed musicians for mass. Uh, they needed like, you know, people to play at certain hours, you know, different things. Um, and so like, I, I played for mass, I played for Spanish mass, you know, and like slowly, like uh, there were people that would come up to me like, man, you, like th you have a gift, you know, of playing. And, you know, I started to realize that, you know, uh, if I was able to capture that, if I was able to capture like those songs, those prayers, 
um, that I prayed during holy hour, if I was able to capture that and maybe somehow like share it, you know, it was uh, like, it, it would be really cool. Like it's always been a passion of mine, you know? Um, and so, but yeah, like even now today, you know, I've, I've written a few mass settings, you know, um, I, I like, I used to play for the mass, one of the masses here in San Antonio and I would write like Psalms, you know, because some of the Psalms we have out are like, like, I don't, yeah, it's like, no, but you know, <laughs> some of like the breaking bread songs. I know a lot of people like breaking bread, but, um, but you know what I mean? Like it was just like a, the opportunity arose and it really like allowed me to, to pray on my own with, with the guitar, you know? Um, and so today, yeah, we're, I'm like leading worship. I have an EP that it's out on Spotify is called the inner room. Um, go and find it and listen to it pray it um right now we're doing some uh we have a program that uh i reinitiated called seraphic praise and we combine the powerful preaching of uh, that's unique to the capuchin order and we combine that with like music and praise and worship uh, just simple praises you know um and we offer that like to different parishes around the diocese and so far there's been already two that are you know on board and we've got them scheduled and stuff so but yeah man it's it's just been a real cool gift and and that a gift that sort of starting to come alive that i'm starting to recognize you know um so praise be jesus christ that's definitely good to hear that you know you're using the gifts that god gave you in a positive way and even though um you like picked it up in your teen years you still managed to you know practice it all this all this time, but now it's even for a greater purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's definitely good to hear. Um, well, I definitely appreciate this conversation. Everything that you said regarding, you know, how your vocation came to JP2's influence in your life and to even talk about, you know, your involvement with music ministry has been uh, definitely, uh, you know, mm -hmm. insightful. And I'm glad that I got that opportunity to listen to it. And uh, just definitely, definitely thank you for uh, coming on today. Yeah, thanks a lot, Efren, man. I appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, maybe we could get you on ours, too. So, he, you know, as you mentioned, we got the Brotherhood out. Um, check it out. Uh, listen to it. And then also the EP, The Inner Room. But, yeah, man, it's just super, super exciting, you know, to, to come on board and and, uh, and share the faith and, you know, with, with other fired-up Catholics, too. It's like, you know, we need that in the world. So thanks a lot for having me, bro. I appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. It's all about um, we all interdependent in the body of Christ and we mm -hmm. definitely need each other to survive. So I'm always right. interested in fellowship and making sure I reach out to people. So uh, I'm glad to see that, um, you know, this yeah. relationship can, will continue to grow and I'll definitely stay in contact with you. And Amen. I made it pray that the, you know, the listeners keep you in prayer mm -hmm. and that your, you know, religious community continues to, you know, grow and thrive and, you know, dedicate your lives to God which is all that we're all supposed to do. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. it on this episode of um, Saintly Witnesses. You guys can tune in to the next episode.